multiple black belt Chris Sparks is going to share his secrets to success. You're not going to want to miss this. Welcome to Inside the Fight. Chris, welcome to the episode today. I literally pinch myself every day that I get to talk to such amazing and cool individuals like you, uh, role models within the martial arts industry, and uh, I just am excited to, to talk with you and share your story today. So it's a pleasure to be here. It really is, and uh, the feeling is mutual. Um, every time I speak with you, my spirit's lifted. I always feel better, so it's always a good day. Give me one of those. Yes, sir. Uh, I know cheesy, but it's true. Cheesy is true. Um, so why jujitsu? Wow, great question. Um, have you seen me? I'm five foot nothing. So um, that uh, growing up uh, in uh, Philadelphia, um, the kids were a little uh, not so nice. My mom, uh, being an Italian mother, dressed me nice, walked to you know school, and I found myself in trash cans. So uh, at seven, my uncle uh, Gino took me to my first martial arts class, and I've been on the mat for 37 years. And when I saw Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and a guy my size could handle a guy your size, I said, sign me up, and yeah. the rest is history. It, it, it's totally true. I remember my first Jiu-Jitsu class, because I've done martial arts my whole life as well, uh, and my first Jiu-Jitsu class, I was rolling with a female purple belt that I outweighed by about 80 pounds, and I couldn't do anything. Very and humbling. And so, so it's, it's humbling beyond measure. So now, 30 what years in the, in the martial arts? Uh, 37. Okay. I started when I was seven, so I'm at the ripe age of 40. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the mat for life. I'll I, never leave it. I love it. So why don't you tell me a, a little bit about, let, let's go through the, your history and your journey because you are you hold black belts in multiple disciplines. I am. Uh, and, and the course of the show is talking about how it's like 1% of, of martial artists who start actually receive their black belt. And you have three of them. I have a couple, yes, okay. sir. Okay, yeah. so, so let's, um, let's hear about yeah. the first one. So um, I'm blessed. My coach, Steve Schneider, in High Point, North Carolina, I'm a fourth-degree black belt in kickboxing under him. Okay. So when I moved from Philadelphia, I had trained there my whole life. I had to find a new coach. Yeah. So I started over as a white belt. I walked into his gym, being a bare-knuckle fighter previously, back when the, before the UFC got big. It was 2000 in the Meadowlands. I'm fighting bare-knuckle. <laughs> Didn't know what I was doing. Right. And I walk into his gym, and he thought it was probably crazy. And I, he's like, what belt do you think you are in jiu-jitsu? I'm like, I'm probably a blue belt. This is literally the year 2000. Yeah. They laughed. He had me roll with a guy named Tank, and he's a black belt now, a good friend of mine. And I, I came back the next day. And I think they looked at me like, wait. So that was my first experience of learning that we're all white belts, right? Like, I, I, I'm just, I have the privilege. Joe Lewis, one of our mentors, said, um, I'm a student first but I have the privilege to teach. That's and that's right. what, um, so came in with Coach Snyder, started kickboxing, got my black belt with him, okay. started the jiu-jitsu journey. Yeah. Now, it took me 15 years in the gi to earn a uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu, yeah. um, but I can say I had you know, one coach, one patch. Yeah. And that's when I started cross-training. Okay. So he introduced me to Grandmaster Joe Lewis, one of the pioneers of American kickboxing, right. and I'm blessed to have a third-degree black belt. Uh, under him, he, I was sponsored and, and was able to test. Yep. And then he introduced me to uh, your friend uh, that you got to, to see, Bill Superfoot Wallace. Yep. And I'm a fourth degree black belt under his system. Okay. So just over the years, you know, iron sharpened irons. That's and right. We talked about that earlier. So I've been so blessed to jump in the back pockets of these world champions and just learn from them. That's, that's amazing. So 
If we know only 1% of people get a black belt in any discipline, you have three. What would you say are some of the, some of the core components? If you could list three things, keep it really simple for people, because people tend to make things really complicated. So if you could keep it really simple, what would you tell other fighters or people who are training martial arts to stay the course? Three words, just don't quit. Yeah. Just don't quit. That, that's it. I mean, literally, um, I just show up to class right. and my rank is none of, none of my business. Yeah. That's my coaches. So I found a coach that I trust. Oh, hold on. Can you say that one more time? Yeah, sure. My rank is none of my business. It's my coach's business. So when I pick a coach, I trust him. Wow. I just show up to class. That's right. And that takes the pressure. So um, I'm honored. Whatever belt is yep. around my waist, that's what my coach put on me. Right. And I just got to, you know, I get to, I got to do the hard work. I love that so much because especially in, in our culture or Western cultures, especially in America, you know, we kind of get to this place of, I feel like sports has become this entitlement spot. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to pay my money. So you need to qualify me at this level because I, I cut you a check. But martial arts, especially jujitsu doesn't roll like that. The math does not lie. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't. So, you know, um, some other people have said the quote, it covers two inches of me. I'm responsible for the rest. For the rest. That belt. But when you get on the mat, and especially in an art like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right. because in the striking arts, you and I can train, but we don't want to knock each other out. We right. have jobs, right? Yeah. I have a family, as you can see, beautiful kids and wife. Right. But Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I can spar at 100%, and right. all I got to do say uncle that's you just right. got to tap out that's so right. what a beautiful art to really test myself right and it teaches me to be comfortable in the uncomfortable Th that there's there's nothing else like it i was getting ready to test for my black belt in a stand-up style and my academy at the time completely fell apart i started training jujitsu and it was oh my gosh a whole other level yes sir um what i love about you as well is that you, you're one of the best family guys and fathers that I know. So not only are you disciplined and focused on the mats, but you carrying that forward and passing that torch to your children. Um, what, why do you think martial arts is so special in regards to the, the family aspect? Well, I think one, it's an intimate exercise, right? Yeah. And I'm blessed, as you see pictures, my family, they all train. Yeah. My wife, uh, we've been together 25 years. She's even doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu now. Yeah. Um, but I think it teaches them perseverance. Okay. It like and in order to persevere, we have to fall short. Right. So what I think the mat does for them is is life lessons that, yeah. you know, uh, you gotta work hard. Right. Sometimes you might not get that goal. Fail forward fast. Yeah. Like my coach says. Right. But then when they achieve that belt or that stripe, they know they earned it. Right. And I think it's just a great for all people yeah. just to teach them about life because life's not fair right. life is hard and <laughs> it, it's unpredictable yes and we're sometimes we're powerless and i think the mat really does put you in that position right. as adults we're competing for the best parking spot so it's all it all ties together <laughs> that's right. um, for life yeah that that's so well said one of the other things on on why i really love jujitsu as well is that in so many other sports there's like a physical role. And so let's say I'm gonna try to play basketball at a high level, really, unless I'm a certain size, I'm not gonna make it. If I wanna go play for, you know, the, the Chargers or, or, you know, the Patriots or whoever it happens to be, if I physically- the Eagles, sure. So, okay, Eagles. okay, yep. the, the Eagles. Birds. So if I don't possess that physical ability, I can't do it literally. But here's the beauty of martial arts. 
it doesn't matter if you're in shape, out of shape, tall, short, more round, less round, whatever it happens to be. What have you seen in regards to the, the beauty of, of that in your own academies? Because you, you're an academy owner. Yeah, I, I think our diversity is our biggest strength. Amen. You just illustrated it. Everybody, shape, sizes, skill level right. shows up. And we leave all that stuff behind, yeah. you know? And when we walk on the mat, we, we pay our respects. We bow in to thank the ones who came before us. Right. We put that belt on. We line up. None of that other stuff matters. We are just in that oh, moment, man. right? I... And we get to be, even though there's different ranks, right. we're kind of all the same, right? Yeah. And I think it really does um, spread into your daily life. You can take that to your job, but to your family, more importantly, right. it, it, it can help you be that better father, husband, better son or daughter. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So moving forward, knowing that we're seeing that it, you've been around the sports world, the martial arts world for a long time, right? We've seen the ebbs and flows of, of different styles or modalities or whatever word we want to use for it. What are you excited to see in the jiu-jitsu world and how it's changed even in the last 10 years? Oh, I mean, it's amazing. We were talking with Bruno earlier. There's a picture of back when I'm a blue belt with Bruno. Just in the last 15 years, it has exploded and it's in the mainstream now. Right. So for me, I think what it can do is give this next generation to kids confidence, Absolutely. work ethic, discipline, right. non-quitting non spirit, perseverance. Right. All of those tenets... I think it could help shape the next generation of the future leaders. A hundred percent. And and what I love most is that it can be a family thing, yes. right? Like if my son's playing soccer, he goes to soccer practice. Like I got to sit in the car. I got to go find something else to do. I, I, it, it's not an opportunity to do a together thing. With martial arts and jujitsu in particular, so many of these academies will have kids' class and parents' class at the same time. And how many parents do you know forego their own health and wellness and fitness so their kids can train mm -hmm. and then they've run out of time? And this is what I think a, a, a huge thing that the jujitsu world is solving is that people can do all of their training oftentimes together and they're killing multiple birds with one stone. Then they get to go home and have dinner and do homework without being so overstretched. When you think about one hour, right? being able to travel together as a family, right. have that conversation in the car ride, right. train, have that conversation on the ride home, and yeah. then have a meal together. Man. What an amazing way to spend family time. But more importantly, you said investing in your health, wellness, your stress, all of it. There's just too many attributes right. that it makes sense. Yeah, and and on a tournament level too. Like when my, my son played collegiate level soccer, I didn't get to get on the field and play, right? right. We took him to the things, but with these jujitsu tournaments, most of the jujitsu tournaments, the parents and the kids all can all go, they can all compete, they can all support each other in their development, and it's beautiful beyond measure. I, I've had the privilege to ref my son in yeah. jujitsu. Um, I've had the privilege to compete alongside of my other son, and now um, my 15-year-old has expressed some interest in um, maybe taking a step into the ring. So awesome. um, it's, it's just I'm so privileged to be able to have that journey with them. Fantastic. Well, Chris Sparks, as we, we call you Sparks, um, thank you so much for, for sharing your love of martial arts and, and, and jiu-jitsu and, and your family, and, and this was just inspiring beyond measure. Uh, the pleasure's all mine, sir. Appreciate you. Awesome. You may have noticed some of these pictures of Sparks in the hospital. You're going to need to join us on our next episode to learn what those are all about. Follow and subscribe on our social media. And check us out on InsideTheFight.net. Join us next time on Inside the Fight.